and welcome to When We Grow Up, the podcast time machine where we go back and ask the question of our past selves, what do you want to be when you grow up and the journey it took us on? My name is Steve and each conversation I ask the same core questions to my guests and we get into the mindset of our childlike selves and see what took us through that ever-expanding question. At no point do I ask my guests to reveal what they do for a living as I know some people may not want to or simply can't, unless of course they happen to have achieved what they set out to do all those years ago. My guest at this time is Laura Grint, and I know them originally through wrestling, basically introduced through my trainer at House of Pain Sticks, and they've gone on to be happily married with a wonderful, beautiful daughter. Um, uh, so, Laura, thank you for joining me, and please tell us a bit more about yourself. Uh, my name's Laura, and I do the things, and I make things, and yeah, <laughs> had a life, and it's been reasonably unproblematic so far <laughs> i think it's probably the best thing i can say at this time in these yeah. times yeah definitely i think so yeah so let's get into it so what did you originally want to be when you grew up so when i was a kid like a little kid about you know five or six i genuinely wanted to be and thought i would be a ballerina a hundred percent but I had a backup plan of also being a brain surgeon. That was what I wanted to do as a kid. I could genuinely want it. And if possible, I would have done both simultaneously, both careers. I love how brain surgeon is the backup plan. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm going to be a ballerina, but if I can't be that, then definitely a brain surgeon. Yeah, for I sure. I don't know who I thought I was. Five-year-old me was very optimistic. <laughs> There's nothing about the future. So, so was it about five years old when you first thought about that? And and how was it like? Kind of present. How was it all presented to you? Was it like just outside influence, teacher, parent? I I don't know. I went to dance classes from probably about the age of two or three, and I just was just really heavily into ballet culture. Like that was basically my life. I don't remember anything else about my childhood apart from ballet. Like it was a thing. That was all I did. It was all I thought about. It was all I watched. It was all I read. Things about ballet. Things about ballerinas. That was my jam. And I just, I just assumed that, you know, that's a job that anyone can do if they just really want to. That's not how it works. And I very quickly became far too large. Far too large of a child to be a ballerina. Like, it just wasn't going to happen for me. Until I was about, I think I was about like nine or 10 when my dance teacher was like, you're going to be too big. It's not going to happen. Which is early. That's early doors to get your dreams crushed. Yeah, I was going to say, that's really discouraging for that age, isn't it? Oh yeah, massively. But I guess they've got to be like that because don't put effort into something that you're not going to go, yeah. you're not going to be able to do as a job. I suppose, yeah. So, so is that when the idea kind of changed and you started looking at brain surgeon about nine or ten? Um, yeah, kind of. I've just, I really wanted to be a doctor until probably my GCSEs. And I think after that, I still wanted to be a doctor. And I think now, given the chance, I'd still like to be a doctor. But just before my GCSEs, I was supposed to dissect a fish in a biology class. And I could not do it. And I had to leave the room, not because I can't dissect things. They could have put literally anything else on that table. I would happily take it apart. But I am terrified of dead fish, like absolutely petrified of dead fish. Their eyes freak me out. No, 
I can't go near them at all. And it was at that point that my biology teacher said to my mum that I wasn't allowed to do it for GCSE. And then I could never be a doctor. Just crushed dreams. <laughs> oh, no. It's like... Crushed dreams is where we are today. It's what litters the path, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember when I was GCSE, bio, GCSE or A-level biology, I had to leave the room because we were dissecting a frog and I'm very squeamish. See, frogs? I'd be fine with a frog. I'm not, even, I'm not squeamish at all. I actively enjoy things that are gross. But... <laughs> It was the fish did me in, absolutely killed me off. And any future plans I had of being a doctor. Because uh, what it was, was like the, I basically got told, like, sit at the back of the room so you can still hear kind of what we're finding as we go Ooh. along and so on and so forth. I was like, that's so fair you enough. you can't see it. Yeah, 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 basically. And then the girl in front of me, Laura Duffield, what a bitch. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget her name either. She just turns around and goes, because I'm like reading, I'm like kind of essentially reading the instructions and like looking at diagrams and stuff in, mm. in, in like the and in like the textbooks. And she goes, and she goes, "Are you all right, Steve?" And I kind of look up and notice that she's turned her body so much that I all that I could can see, see was. Whole desk. Oh <laughs> yeah. no! No! Oh, cruel, cruel. Um, <laughs> so, Terrible, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So. So, provide us. Obviously, we're not sadly in brain surgery land or or ballerina. We are not. We but, are not currently a brain surgeon. No. Yes. So I mean, just sad. Yeah. So I mean, do you know what you want to be when you grow grow up? If there is such a thing, even now. Even now, no. Even now, not a clue. Like, I probably would be classed by the majority of people as a grown up. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I don't even know if I can even make that choice anymore. Like, it's just going to happen. Whatever whatever happens is going to happen now. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Unless I can, you know, magic up some skills. <laughs> I mean, you you're, a very, you're a very talented soul. I, I just enjoy doing the things. Yeah. Whatever the things are. And the things change all the time. Yeah. The things have changed regularly for the last 15 years, I think. Yeah, that's just it, yeah. I mean, I've known you close to 10 years, and there's, yeah, there's, always, been, be yeah. you've, there's always been something different you've tried, and you've yeah. always done to quite a good level, um, it must be said. And then like, I just get really bored, and then I want to do something else. Yeah, because... no, it's, I, I'm the same, but I kind of blame my ADD a little bit for that, but, you know... <laughs> There's, there's been a lot of talk about whether or not there might be ADD somewhere in and around my person <laughs> recently, in fact. <laughs> it, would, it just would make a lot of sense. Mm, for sure, yeah. So what would you tell a younger Laura about when they grow up? I would tell younger Laura to not really worry about getting a proper job. Younger Laura was very concerned about having a proper job and a career where you go to an office and then you sit there and you do your work and then you go home. Younger Laura was very concerned with that being an absolute thing that you needed to do because that's what grown-ups did. So I would like to let her know that, I mean, it's probably the easier option, but it's not the funner option. And maybe we should just always pursue the funnest options. 
I think and, that's what I would tell them. Like, and just, I think that's perfectly sound. Do the funnest thing. If that means that you've got no money, it doesn't really matter because you're having fun. You're having a nice time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'd agree with that wholeheartedly. So I want also to thank... working in offices is boring. That is very so. true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've worked in a call center for a brief amount of time, and that made mm. me want to slit my own throat. <laughs> I was all the call center jobs I've ever had were collectively the worst job I ever had. Yeah. All of them, no matter what call center it was, awful. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. So do the fun thing. That's basically the... do the fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, I want to thank Laura for joining me for this conversation and for her time. Please feel free to plug anything and everything you want, be it personal, professional, or other causes and personal investments. Um, donate some money to the House of Pain Wrestling Academy GoFundMe. That'd be nice if you could all do that. I can guarantee that when this podcast comes out, we will still need it. 100%. Um, what else have we got going on? Gonna make I'm gonna open an online shop selling reusable period products for the menstruator on the go. So keep an eye out for that. That's a thing. Um not really doing much else at the moment, or maybe I just haven't decided. But I think that's all I've got to plug. That's awesome, thank you. And to all you lovely folks listening, you can find us on Twitter at When We Grow Pod. Join me next time as I step into the time machine with another guest and find out what they want to be when we grow up. <laughs>